How's it going, everybody? And on today's show, it's a very jam-packed show as we're covering a lot of topics after taking our week off. But some of those topics include my most recent visit to Bush Stadium in St. Louis. Sean and I preview our busy weekend ahead of us as we're going to see the Schmodown live on Saturday. And, of course, the final season of Game of Thrones premieres this Sunday. And, you know, along the way, we kind of shoot the crap and talk about Halloween costumes and all this other stuff. I don't really know what we're going to talk about, but it's going to be a good show and you guys enjoy. You're listening to the Unemployed Guys podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode Friday. April 12th, 2019's episode of the Unemployed Guys podcast. I am, of course, one half of the Unemployed Guys, Luke Chaconis, joined as always by my friend, by my pal, by my lover, by my co-host, but you know what they say, sisters before misters and co-hosts before provosts, Sean Allen Young. What is provost? You know, like he was the provost, the speaker. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, buddy. Hi. How are you? I'm the provost. You are the provost. Now. You're the provolone to my... Salami. I had pepper jack. Mmm. I like pepper jack cheese. I had a pepper jack and mustard sandwich. For dinner. For dinner. Because that's, that's all I have. Well, you're going to get grocery shopping soon. I know you will. Not tomorrow. Not tomorrow. Busy day for but, you tomorrow. Uh, a long day. But you know what? Maybe I'll leave some cheese out for you. Okay. And you can enjoy your dinner. I would borrow a couple pieces of bread so I can have a pepper jack uh cheese sandwich i can hook you up actually no i'm not gonna hook you up you can just eat cheese for dinner that's what you're gonna get i have before i'm not afraid to admit it so have i <laughs> how have you been fine <laughs> i got it last night Great. or two nights ago mm-hmm. for my bedtime snack okay. was a piece of cheese <laughs> that's all right i'm gonna have a piece of salami before i go to bed i pretend i'm tony soprano you also passed salami around at parties. I have salami claws. Yeah. Big hit. That was a good He was a big hit. I hope to bring him back at uh, this year's Christmas <laughs> and party. And then the next morning, you're like, ah, ah, out of salami. I just <laughs> used about a week and a half's worth of salami for a bit, but it was worth it because people were like, what is he doing? <laughs> this I, guy, he's giving us salami. There's a lot of things I think people could say about me. Uh, I have flaws. Sometimes yes. I can't think of the Michael Scott, the Michael Scott line. I wish I could always. Sometimes I, sometimes I volunteer. Sometimes I hit people with my car. <laughs> um, so I'm a good me. guy. So sue me. No, um, I think a lot of people. You, you know, there's you probably many adjectives you could use to describe me, and many mm-hmm. things you could say about me. Mm-hmm. Uh, good or bad, I'll leave that up to you and for the masses to decide. It's not for me to say. I will say this though, where I will defend myself. Mm-hmm. No one commits to a character at a costume party like Luke Chaconis. That's that. Fair. I will go to the grave saying, in a world full of. And to be fair, sometimes I do see very funny costumes Mm -hmm. that make me laugh, Mm -hmm. but they're few and far between. Yeah. And although I'm not going as what some would consider to be like the hot new meme or the hot new joke, uh, I have always said that I commit myself to my characters. For God's sakes, I was best friends with a guy named Rodney Ringel for four years at Western Illinois University. That's true. Who was just, by the masses, usually uh, hated. 
But he was such a great character. I loved him. I loved him too. He's such a great character, and he was consistent. And every <laughs> year, there was more facts about him. He had an arc, and uh, yeah, this, we haven't seen him for a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's with Rodney, and then at the Halloween party, the show was the Bear super fan, and I committed yep. to that thing for most of the evening. Yeah, not the whole thing, and then Salami Claws at Christmas party. Salami so, claws. you know, don't good old just, don't get even, a married Lady Gaga. Don't even a couple. Don't even get me started on Halloween costume etiquette i'm, I'm gonna say this and I, i'm happy to throw uh the the women of the world under the bus mm-hmm. ladies uh, the days of wearing <laughs> the the shirt and high socks and sunglasses and doing the i'm from risky business it's, it's i'm over. just gonna say that i haven't dropped one of these in a while it's fucking stupid mm-hmm. and it's over it's not sexy it's not clever you just look like a moron you, you're probably better honestly if i'm gonna throw a halloween party and you're going to be like, what am I going to wear to the party tonight? And if you and your girlfriends are like, well, I think we'll do Tom Cruise Risky Business. <laughs> don't come. Please. Don't. I would rather have a sausage party and salami, salami claws than, than girls being like, this is going to be sexy, me coming as Tom Cruise and Risky. First of all, that movie sucks. It's not even that good. It came before Ferris Bueller's, but then Ferris Bueller pretty much did it two years later. It's essentially the same plot in a lot of ways, and it does it far better. It's not a sexy costume. It's not funny. It's not clever. It's just cheap. Boo. Boo to you, ladies. And I've never seen a guy do it, which is funny enough because a guy originated the role. Yeah, which now I'm going to do. And I'll ask you to leave. <laughs> and I'll ask you to leave. But I'll look sexy. You will. Not look sexy. Oh, oh. You will not. It's, it's it, That was one of the most infuriating things at Western and, like, I remember, and just Halloween parties in general in college. Like, I remember I saw so many girls who thought it was like funny clever like and then there'd be like a gaggle of them yeah you know there were some parties i'd go to we're or, risky business we're all risky and i'd say the only thing risky about getting into business with you is that you don't have a good sense of humor that's true but mm-hmm. i guarantee 80 percent of those women did not know what risky business was oh yeah i would hope so i mean i could easily see it being like a sorority thing and don't get me started mm-hmm. on greek life mm-hmm. Fucking scam. Mm. Uh, mm. Mm. Let's get. Let's really stir some shit up. I feel like we haven't done this in a while, so we gotta. We gotta get. We gotta get rocking. Gotta get our listeners back. Let's hit us. all of the, uh, the hot, top. the hot, hot button topics. Yeah, yeah let's do it. Um, uh, no, but I could see like a bunch of like sorority girls being like, "Oh my god, we've got to go to a party at the Delta Zeta Vamba Lamba Uzma Kappas," and like, "What are we gonna wear?" And they go, "I don't know, Tiffany. I'm not the event coordinator." And then they're like, let's just do risky business. <laughs> okay. We've done nobody, that four costume parties in a row. Nobody's done this before. <laughs> let's do, let's risky, do business. risky business. Let's do we'll risky all business. We'll all be risky businesses together. Risky businesses. Now, here's a good thing. If someone went as a blockbuster sign yes. and then wrote a name tag that said, hello, my name is Risky Business, that would be good. Okay. Because blockbuster was a risky business. It was. Or like Toys R Us? At the time, it was not a It was not. Business. So that that's the thing. You're right. That Because that, it was very successful for many years. So, oh, you know what would be good? If someone was the Fire Festival. Okay. And then they wrote a name tag that said, Hello, I'm Risky Business. That I would applaud. That's good. That I would applaud. That's a good that's one. That's a good one. So um, if any if any men, women, children, whoever want to do that this upcoming Halloween season, I will give you two big thumbs up. Are there any other businesses that, that were, were... kind of like, oh, I don't know if this is going to work? Yeah. What about like Chia Pets? No, those were pretty big, those right? Those were pretty big. The and Sham I would Wow? Also, Sham Wow, maybe. Yeah. Uh, I would say, eh, I was going to say Furbies, but Furbies were a huge hit also. Or like something that was, 
Yeah, it's it's got a like it can be like big than crashed. I don't know. We'd have to think about it. The best thing I think of is fire festival because that was the definition of a risky business. Or just build yourself as like a pyramid scheme. True. Um, I'm a risky business. Can I bring it back to the fire festival real quick? Oh yeah. So I, I read an interesting article today that Mike the Situation from Jersey Shore yeah. is currently serving his eight month prison sentence. Correct. Yeah. Uh, Vinny and Polly D, his Jersey Shore cast members, did an inner radio interview with someone the other day and they said Mike's doing really well in prison and actually he's hanging out in prison with Billy McFarland I think it's the guy's name it's either Billy McFarland or Billy McMahon I want to say the guy who the guy who created Firefest. oh because he's at the same place situation is oh that's funny and uh, I'm trying to think is are they Billy? planning <laughs> it is, yeah it is Billy McFarland uh, they, so he, it's not just Billy McFarland though it is Mike situation Billy McFarland Michael Cohen Oh, uh, the Trump's former lawyer, and then oh, I think the guy who did who leaked like the pictures and hacked into Jennifer Lawrence's phone yeah. and her nudes. That, that's what Vinny and Pauly said. So that's who Mike's hanging out with in prison. What prison is this at? I think it's some sort of Hilton. Just, <laughs> no, like he can't leave the grounds past eleven. They're just hanging out in a hotel. I guess this... so. It's a regular <laughs> who's who of, of of the of the state correction facility oh, wherever they're funny. at. That's funny. Terrific. Pauly D and Vinny have a show now. A dating it's so show. So funny you say that. Because when I was walking home from work this evening, I was talking to my parents, as I usually do, just uh-huh. to check in, and they were watching their show, okay. and I, my dad was like, these women are just atrocious. Like, they're just, they just have no shame. They're the risky business women. They are, they are essentially, the, they are, except though they are in a legitimate risky yeah. business. You are at great risk if you go into <laughs> business with these women. And my dad and... Uh, and they were just like, I was like, well, how would you react if I brought one of those girls home? And he was like... He said, I would probably lock the door. <laughs> so wonderful. But yes, things are good. We've uh, we've talked colleges. We've yes. talked Halloween costumes. We've talked Jersey Shore prison sentences. And that's not even on the list of things I wanted to get to tonight. No. Uh, uh, what did what, what did you want to get to well, tonight? I just, I, so, full disclosure, we it's been a week, but it feels like it's been longer. It feels like it's been a long time. I feel like it's been that. like a month. And is that because... I don't know why that is. I think because also, no offense, and I love when he's here, but Tom isn't with us tonight. It's I true. don't know the last time you and I just did this. Um, it's been like a couple of weeks. Yeah. Because maybe maybe we got one in there in between, but then you know there was a week when you and Tom just hosted because I was back right. home dealing with some family things, and then, and then you were back home and I was back here and it was me and Tom, and then we all were on like for two episodes in a row with the three of us but tom is not here tonight and it's just you and me the whole time yeah, dad's not home dad's not home what do we get to talk about let's talk shit about him okay i have a bone to pick with tom and he's not okay. here maybe he can maybe if he listens to the episode we'll see if he listens to the okay. episodes he's not on uh-huh. and he'll see if he'll fight me on this point okay tom's telling today when i uh was talking we were talking about baseball yeah and i said that i didn't want to pull rank but the tigers are the best <laughs> team out of our three and tom said that's widely debatable and I said, how is that debatable? Now, this was before they lost today. I know the A's won today, this morning. Uh-huh. Uh, I said, how is that debatable when the Tigers have a better record? And he said, well, this is because you, you got to take into consideration who, who, who they played. Uh, they played the Yankees in Yankee Stadium. It took two or three. And they split a series in Toronto. And then I don't care what anybody says. They swept the Royals. But sweeping any team is impressive. Yeah. I don't give a shit who it is. It's more impressive if it's the Yankees, the Astros, yeah. the Phillies, who, who it may be. But sweeping any team is impressive. Yeah, it's a feat. Yeah, and he said, "Well, I don't know. What, what do you have to go off that? What do you have to go off that? Uh, I, what I have to go off that is that the Detroit Tigers are in first place, 
And they had, at least for this morning, a better record than the Oakland Athletics. Yeah. I'm going to look that up just what to are keep, we, just to talk. 11 games into the season? Uh, we're officially, this is officially like the second week. Officially second um, week, yeah. Uh, I would say... Uh, yeah, the A's are 9-8, and eight, the Tigers are 8-5, and five, and the Cubs are 4-8. and eight. Yeah. So, look, I know it's early. And I'm not gonna. I, I a week from now the Tigers go on a seven game losing streak. Right now their pitching is great. The hitting is nowhere close where it needs to be. And Shane Green's eight for eight in saves, hence the pitching. Uh, but for Tom to just throw around these old man claims, like because he's older and he's wiser and he's seen more years of baseball, that I'm gonna not say something back. Uh, he's a fool. Well, we already knew he was a fool. Uh, so that's not that's not debatable. I mean, I love the guy. Right. Oh. You, Love yeah. is love is a strong word. We'll talk about this after the air after the episode airs. We can talk about it now. Okay, we're, great. We're, are, we're airing some laundry here, aren't we? <laughs> we're what, speaking of laundry. Did you get your risky business uh, costume ready for the uh, salon? No, I haven't done laundry for four weeks. That's insane. How do you do that? I just have a bunch of clothes, and I've also seen... also oh, a bunch of clothes. I'd say how much. All right, go ahead. Finish your thoughts. No, 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 no. Go ahead. No, I want you to go ahead. Oh. I don't want to cut you off. I'm sorry. Uh, okay. Uh, well, and also like I just have a bunch of like white t-shirts. That yeah. I just wear, and then I wear I have like my my hoodies and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, and I and then jeans last forever. I can honestly, can I be honest with you? I don't think since we've lived here in October, I've seen I like with my eyes like oh yeah. Sean's going to do laundry today. Yeah, like I have not seen that. I've seen well, Tom do it. I do it. I try to get it done every two weeks. Right, because usually when I do it, you're at work. Yeah, or you were at work. Yeah, but now I'm. Also working, working the, the same exact So time what you're asking time. for me... So what you're asking here yeah. is that we need to tell Tom to do our laundry. Uh, he's the one that's home. And I think he should after the comment he made this morning about the teams. How so? How so? The Tigers have a better record. Tom, that's how so. No, I will give him some credit because the Tigers haven't played as many games. Uh, but still, they sw- they took two or three. Well, I think the... They swept the Royals. Bada bing, bada boom. I think the Tigers are the least like athletic team. Out of all, our three? All three. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I would admit that. So, I, I guess in a sense, better, quote unquote. I don't know how to say Fool. the word better. Next time I see him, I might pop him in the jaw. Okay. And I'll make him do my laundry. I like where we're heading. Let's beat Let's beat him up. Let's not Let's not take his shit anymore. Uh, just kidding, Tom. If you listen to this, we love you. I'm going to uh, break his PlayStation. Ooh, that'd be rude. Let's, he uh, also still hasn't bought MLB... The show. Yeah, 19. what's up with that? So, what else I, does he have better I, to do? I'm gonna give the story. Okay, let's hear it. As soon as I found out when it was coming out, okay. I said, "Tom, will you buy that game for the house?" And he said, "Yeah, sure, that would be fun." And I said, <laughs> "Oh no, wait, we need two controllers so we can play, and then we can get our friends and we could play a season together and mm-hmm. have like tournaments and stuff." Yes. And he said, "Yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. Let me know when it comes out." And I said, okay. And then a week leading up to the release, mm-hmm. every day I said, you know what comes out in six days? And it'll be the show, Tom. And he would go, oh, that's cool. You know what comes out in five days? And it'll be the show. He wasn't picking up on the context clues. No. And then, so it came to, Tom, you know what comes out at midnight tonight? He said, what? And I said, and it'll be the show. And he said, oh, and then we stared at each other for a little bit. <laughs> Tom, are you going to buy the game? And then a week after its release, I said, well, I, somebody should get MLB The Show. And he said, well, why don't you do it? You're the one that wants it so much. And I'm like, 
but I thought we were and then I said <laughs> well, let's put 2020 and he's like I don't want it <laughs> so it went from him arguably you could say saying I'll buy it yeah. maybe based off the beginning of that story to him not even saying I want to go on a third yeah and, and at that time he was the rich one around here and so well, no, he's not anymore yeah. now it's us now that's why he's gonna do us, our but... laundry it's not it's the guy who had a cheese sandwich for dinner he's the rich guy i'm the one with the money i'm the one with the money i can afford pepper jack oh good for you all right look i got some things i wrote down so i want to get into it um so just a whole kind of list of things i wanted to kind of talk about real quick we'll cover a bit um so, kind of segueing away from this from this trash talk, mm-hmm. the first thing, two things. So, this past weekend, why we didn't have an episode mm-hmm. was because I was in St. Louis mm-hmm. and you were working slash back home visiting friends, family. Mm-hmm. Um, how was your weekend? I'll start there. Okay. <laughs> it was good. I, how, it was, good time seeing everybody? It was good. I uh, thought I was going to come home Monday, but then ended up coming home Sunday because okay. of my I had to open Monday. Had to work. Had to work. Had to cover your ass. I get that. So I knew that you were you've been burning the candle at, at both ends lately. So I as don't a, as know a, that reference. Well, it's something from an old um, Francis Scott King. Casablanca. Poem. Maybe. So I knew that you've been working very hardly. So I thought oh. the nice thing for me to do yes. would be to get you a gift. And it'll be the show nineteen. And I have a gift for you. You did. Now I know our listeners cannot see what's going on, but I will oh. give Sean the play by play. So Sean. Yes. Oh, I'm giving you a gift. That's yours. Did I get hired at Target? You might have. Oh. Okay. What? Open it. I don't want to open it. It's red, white, and blue. Colors of the flag. There you go. We'll use this guy's keys right here. No, no, no. What are you looking for? Where'd that lighter go? Oh, Sean. Now that's just inappropriate. Why didn't you? Why didn't you give this to your father? Well, I'm gonna be honest with you, Sean. I didn't spend a dime on that. It is for our listeners at home. It is a St. Louis Cardinals windbreaker, and my dad and I both got them for free when we entered Bush Stadium you on know Sunday. How cheap this has to be. It's incredibly cheap. <laughs> that's why I gave it to you. All right. Well, you're the cheapest guy I know. I'm gonna open it. And I'm also going to wear it. Okay. However, I'm after gonna tonight, find, I'm going to find... Oh, there's the lighter. Yeah. I'm going to find... I used it in my show, by the way. I, I need it. Yep. I'm going to find a Cubs emblem and put it right smack over this. Actually, my fit, you try it on. It's, that's, they said it was an XL. That looks like a, a child's size. You look good. Oh, my God. I... <laughs> 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 literally a piece of paper it is so help anybody if this gets wet (laughs) imagine being like i imagine wearing that walking home tonight and being like oh i'll stay dry don't worry and then you put that piece of paper on yeah i'm gonna wear this but i'm gonna put a cubs emblem over it i also uh by no means expected you to keep that so if you don't want it i'll just send it to my cousin in florida it'll do him a lot of good down there during hurricane season it'll just it'll Tommy, did you get your St. Louis pullover? <laughs> it's windy out here. Yes, yeah, so we got that for free. This uh, looks awful. Yeah, when I got to tell you, the Cubs would never give something out like this. Well, I, I told you the Tigers are doing for Game of Thrones. Ron Garden hire Game of Thrones bobbleheads, which is sick. That's cool. That's awesome. That's a pretty cool little gift. And yeah. the Cubs, I have their uh, 
since the Star Wars celebration here yeah. um, in Chicago, they yeah. have a Star Wars themed blanket, I believe, that they're giving out with a stormtrooper instead of the cub hat. Interesting. Which is really cool. Interesting. And I want one. And it, they go on, they go out tomorrow. For the we uh, 10, so we got to the stadium pretty early because we saw, we saw two games. My dad and I. we saw the Sunday afternoon game against the Padres and the Monday night game against the Dodgers. And we got to the game early Sunday, and we wanted to get the gift or the free giveaway of the windbreaker. And here, a cardinal windbreaker that could be pretty cool. And then you see that, and you go, oh, okay, well. Waited in line and got up early for nothing. But that's okay, because then we went to Ballpark Village, and Ballpark Village is dope. Yeah, as a Cubs fan, I'm like, yeah. I mean, I there's no part of me that would hate to go to Bush Stadium. Mm-hmm. Only because, like, I know it's, I know it's like, one of the best stadiums yeah. in the MLB. Yes. Uh, the only team I'm going to watch is the Cubs yeah. while I'm there, but... I, like, I've heard great things about Ballpark Village. So it is, uh, I kind of gave you the my review and thoughts, so I'll, I'll try to quickly summarize them again for the listeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a great stadium. It, it's beautiful. This is the sixth stadium I think I've seen now, and obviously my life goal is to see all 30. Right. Technically I've seen seven, but it was old Marlin Stadium. Ooh. And Bush Stadium overall was, it was magnificent. It was, it was really, really great. The best part about it is Ballpark Village. Yeah. And it, I don't know what it is. I think it's just the camaraderie, the staff, the food, the atmosphere, everything. Um, are all just very friendly and welcoming. Mm-hmm. But then when you think about it, it's really not like a revolutionary concept. Right. It's not like they're the only stadium in the U.S. or in the major leagues, you know, that there's bars right by the stadium. Yeah. I mean, you know, literally right by Brick House and... Yeah. Cubby Bear and Murphy's, like all mm-hmm. these bars right by us, and you can walk to Wrigley in two seconds. Right. And I don't know what it is, but something about Ballpark Village is just so fun. Yeah. It's so inviting. They got like trivia games going on before it all. I want a free beer because I knew a Toby Keith song. I don't know if I'm proud of that or if I should be embarrassed. You should be a St. Louis fan. I guess so I should, should be. be. Beer for my horses. Uh, yeah, so Ballpark Village is fantastic. The food is great. The staff was super friendly. Everyone was very welcoming. I wore my Tigers hat around. Not one comment of like, what are you doing here? And also I'd be like, why are you picking on the Tigers? What have, what have we ever done? See, that's the thing. If you were anybody in the Central Division, somebody would have said something. In the NL Central? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't see any Cub stuff. So the, I, I would have been curious to see. You know, I, I can't speak to that. Uh, but I always do kind of look at that. Not that I'm like... I, I have thick skin I can take it mm-hmm. but I just I'm always kind of curious to see if there's any ever feedback or if anyone ever gives you shit for it I mean if I ever saw somebody wearing a Padres uniform to a Cubs game mm-hmm. where the Padres are not playing yeah I have no reason to talk to them yeah or unless I'm asking hey what are you doing here yeah like what what brings you, you here to here? Chicago yeah and you're yeah. just striking up a conversation yeah, yeah. People there were very, uh, the staff in particular, i got to give a huge shout out. Everyone there was super friendly, very nice, very inviting, very welcoming. And Ballpark Village is fantastic. The next thing I want to talk about for a pro is the skyline is beautiful. Yeah. I said prior to this that the best the best stadium I've seen prior, prior to this, and it still might be, and I'm still kind of going back and forth, is Pittsburgh. PNC mm. is an absolutely mm-hmm. outstanding ballpark. I love it. The skyline in Pittsburgh is beautiful. The one in St. Louis, I think, rivals it, if not tops it. And the reason why this is even more so impressive on my trip to Bush that I took mm-hmm. this past weekend is because right now in downtown St. Louis, they're doing a lot of construction, and mm-hmm. their skyline 
is in a way let's say under refurbishment oh. because they're building things right and there's this huge crane this gaudy crane and all this gaudy construction that kind of sullies the skyline but even with that there is like it's so beautiful seeing the buildings and the arch right and it was just really really pretty the stadium itself is very nice and mm -hmm. we were talking about it last night when we were watching uh, one of the baseball games we've watched a lot of baseball yeah. i say it's just so impressive when you go and sit down in a baseball stadium, they're just big. They're just big. They're just big. They're just very like you can just sit back and kind of in awe, and be like wow, someone built this. Yeah. Like it's insane. Yeah, right. a, a group of men and women mm -hmm. took many, 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 many hours and built this, and it's beautiful. Yeah. It, it truly is. It truly is beautiful. Uh, beyond that, some of my favorite things. Games are fun. You know, yeah. the game. I, I never really take into consideration the outcomes of the games. Right. Um, I almost have enjoyed more when I go on these tours. Uh, to, not tours, but these adventures, let's say. Right. I almost like more when Detroit isn't playing because then I'm more relaxed. Yeah. I'm not so amped up and wanting to see my team. Because like, if Detroit would have been playing in these games, I probably wouldn't have taken time to kind of go walk around and explore things. Uh -huh. I would have just been so laser-focused <laughs> on the game and my team winning. So it was almost, I almost think from not here on out, if I ever do try to do these things, if I see them play, the Tigers are in town, great. But if not, I won't be too hurt by it because it really gives you a chance to enjoy the experience overall. Right. Um, so uh, Bush Stadium is beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, St. Louis downtown is a fun area. I've been there before, but I'd never been to Bush Stadium. I'm so glad I got to go. My dad was in heaven. He absolutely loved it. Yeah. He's a huge Cardinal fan. Uh, Matt Carpenter is his favorite player. His okay. least favorite player is Dexter Fowler. Yeah, that makes sense. He was among uh, among friends when it came to hating Dexter Fowler. Yeah. Wow. Not many people in St. Louis are a fan of him. Uh, now, the last thing I do want to say are some of the cons. Mm -hmm. I will say this because with the good, there's the bad. I have two big complaints against Bush Stadium. The first one is minor, and you probably see this at every stadium to some extent. The fans in St. Louis, I give the Cub fans a lot of shit for not being into it. I'm a little let down by the St. Louis fans, particularly on the Sunday game. It was a 4-1 to game, Cardinals on top, heading into the top of the ninth. Mm -hmm. And in our section, I'm not kidding you when I say a third was gone. They did not stick around to see the Cardinals win. I know that makes me sound like an old curmudgeonly man, but it's like, God damn it, support your fucking team. Right. Like, and we've talked about this, about maybe they have season tickets or maybe, you know, God forbid they have a family emergency and they yeah. have to leave. Yeah. But nine times out of ten, they're leaving, they're leaving early to beat parking, you know, to get their parking yep. spot and beat traffic, yep. you know. And that's yep. something I just, I can't, I can't condone. You know, if it was a thunderstorm and absolutely shit balls outside and there's three outs left, yeah, maybe you go, you leave. It's, it is what it is. But that, that, that rubbed me the wrong way. Uh, that was one fan encounter. And then another fan encounter I did not like was at the Monday night game. There's, there's some unwritten rules as fans in baseball and that you're supposed to abide by when you're at the ballpark. And that is if you are a grown man or woman, you do not leave your seat after someone hits a foul ball and a team's bat boy brings the ball or a player brings the ball back to their dugout. And you do not, as a grown man or woman, run down and go, give me a ball, give me a ball, give me a ball, give me a ball, when it's you and, like, nine other small children. Sit down, watch the fucking game, let the kids have some fun, and worry about how you're going to pay your mortgage that month because you're a grown-ass adult. Now, uh. if, if you are a grown adult running down there with your child in your hands or holding their hand trying to get them a ball, that's perfectly acceptable, yeah. and I have no issues with that. But don't be the jag-off. <laughs> who's 48 years old, has a beard, and is like, I need a ball! I need a ball! When there's like 19 little kids around you, your time has passed, sit down, shut the fuck up. 
boom. That's my little rant on that. Because my dad and I were watching this one guy go down on the Monday night game. And I was, we were just making fun of him. He's like, what is this asshole's problem? <laughs> what is this guy's problem? Does he not see the little kids? And, like, literally, they, he hovers over them. And he's like, give me the ball, give me the ball. And it's like, do you think they're going to really give you the ball when you're, like, you're a grown man. There's all these kids around. I would have just liked to seen him, like, move children physically. Right? Like, please, please move. I need ball. And, like, when he would run back up, he would laugh with his friends. And I'd be like, no, <laughs> friends, no. Scold that man. Do not let that man get away with this kind of behavior. Do not condone this behavior. Do not condone this behavior. So those are my those are my gripes with the St. Louis fans. Over, I mean, they, again, they were pleasant overall. But don't go down for foul balls if you're a grown human. And don't leave the game early. And that, that's not only in St. Louis. I'm sure that's at every ballpark, think, e- even yeah. in Detroit, everywhere across the country. But when you see it with your own eyes, you're like, Jesus, come on, folks. What are we doing yeah. here? You know, It's been hard to, uh, for the past two Cubs games, watch pe- watch it be so empty, like, on TV. But, like, also it was 30 degrees yesterday, and it was pouring yeah. today. And I, and I get that. I, so I, I totally understand the weather. The inclement weather, I get. I'm I'm merely talking about, because there's no excuse. The weather we had this weekend was beautiful. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, yeah. Both both days were high 70s, low 80s. Yeah. There was no excuse for anybody leaving. Uh, and then we even saw people leaving the uh, on the Monday night game. And mm-hmm. that was like a 3-1 score. And we, were right. like, we were like, this game is far from over. You know? I mean, stick around, support your team. And again... Who knows? There could be a family issue. They have to leave. Not there. everybody has family issues in the bottom of the ninth. I know. I guess <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You know. So I just that that's my one gripe with that. My other gripe I will get, and then we will move on from my my weekend adventures in in, in St. Louis. Beer prices. Holy <laughs> shit. Holy shit, St. Louis. Get it together. I know that in sporting events all across the country, they jack up the prices on liquor sales and concession mm-hmm. sales because that's how a lot of these stadiums make their money. Yeah. You know, between that merchandising, right. that, that's how they do it. I'm not kidding you, Sean, when I tell you that a tall boy of Bud Light or Budweiser, which also you would think it's cheaper because mm-hmm. Anheuser-Busch is like, St. Louis is the hub, like yeah. the capital of Anheuser. Yeah, the, the plant is like It's right next to the city Three blocks Yeah, exactly. Um, a tall boy of Bud mm-hmm. was $15. Yeah, There's that... no way in hell I'm paying $15 <laughs> to drink a tall boy of Budweiser when I got those in college for $3. On our way home, we stopped at a convenience store. Uh-huh. I saw a tall boy of Bud for $2. And you're going to have the audacity to charge people $15 for a fucking tall boy? Is there drips of gold in there? <laughs> Do you get a hand job when you finish it? Like, what is going on that you're that you're going to have the balls to charge people $15? And the worst part is, there's people in front of us on the Monday night game yeah. ordering three or four. Yeah. I mean, Jesus, folks. That might also be they're used to it, I guess. I, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I, I hate I hate to sound a, like a curmudgeon because, again, I love the stadium. It was beautiful. I had a wonderful weekend. Mm-hmm. But with the liquor, the liquor price, even like a, just even a bottle of beer, you know, a, right. a, a regular whatever it is, you know, it was ten twenty five. And I think I think at I don't know what it was last year at PNC when I went to Great American and guaranteed rate. I mm-hmm. want to say it was in the ballpark of <laughs> ballpark huh. eight. Seven or eight, maybe. Okay. Around there, I, I'm going to the Sox game on Sox Tigers game on April 26th. Right. So I'll get to kind of walk around and see. And also, my one last little gripe: I didn't see that St. Louis had like a signature dish. Yeah. In the stadium, which kind of bummed me out. Like we had hot dogs and fries, which they were good. Right. But, you know, it's fun to go and try the stadium's food, what they're known for. Yeah. I, 
I think my dad said he saw like a prime rib sandwich, and I don't want to eat prime rib. Not at a baseball, at a baseball game. game. Yeah, that's. But, yeah. I always. That's what I always. I always just go for the hot dogs. Yeah. But like here at Wrigley, you're like Chicago dog. Oh, that's what that it any, is. Yeah. Also, yes. that's their like. That's why it's at, at like here. Beef, yeah, that's here and at guaranteed rate. If I don't, I just I go hot dog. You know, hot dog and a beer. I'm fine with that because I okay that I can too. get the I can get the specialty anytime I want. Right. You know what I mean. Right. So overall, again, I know those were kind of some negative points, but I think with the good, you gotta talk about the bad. Of course. I love the stadium. It's beautiful. I think anyone who is just a fan of baseball, I would. I know you're not a Cub fan, or excuse me, a Cardinal fan. <laughs> I'm not a Cub fan. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know you're not a Cardinal fan. Um. But if if you have ever have an opportunity, go and see it. It's beautiful. Yeah, and, and get there early. Do the whole bar, the ballpark village thing is uh, the best part about it. it it's so much fun. Um, one of my, uh, it's, just, it's just great. Yeah, one of my friends and I were we were actually driving. It was this was like two years ago. We were driving to Bush to mm-hmm. watch the Cubs, and then the it, the game got canceled. Ugh. And so we were like halfway there, and yeah. we're like, okay, Time well, to run. that sucks. Yeah. So yeah, that was going to be my first opportunity, but it's great. I would, I would, I would one hundred percent go back again. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it, if it's not my favorite, it's probably my second favorite, and it would be right behind PNC. Mm. Um, I just, I was mesmerized when I went to Pittsburgh, and it was a yeah. crappy, cold day in April, and the mm-hmm. Tigers were playing, and they even lost the night game, and I still had an awesome time. It was just something about it. So those bridges, man. It's just you know, it's just baseball. It's I hate you know, it's magical. Mm-hmm. It, it's a magical sport, and it makes me feel like a kid again. Yeah, that's... but you know, as you kind of get older, you get to kind of see things through the eyes, like maybe like your parents or just right. older adults who are maturing. Not me, but some adults. I mean, you finally realize like how much money it actually takes to spend a day at a ballpark. Oh yeah, not even not even including yeah. like your seat ticket. Yeah, well, that's my point, kind of with the concessions, and you know, let let's say you have a family of four. Yeah, my dad and I, I believe we got. For dinner on the Monday night game at the ballpark, hot dog, hot dog, and a hot dog and fry. Mm-hmm. Just a hot dog and fry on their own, I believe, yeah. was twelve fifty. Yeah, for a hot dog and a fry. I mean, you got a family of four. That's that's over. That's fifty dollars on the dime, isn't it? Right yeah, there. that's fifty dollars on and the. If you want any drinks, that's, yeah, that's going to be another fifty bucks. Yeah, and that's and you got your your entry to get into the stadium. It's mm-hmm. just it's out. It's, and, it's insane, man. And so help you God if you drove, because then you're going to have yeah. to pay for parking, which around here yep. is fifty bucks again. I will say this: we stayed at a ho- we stayed at a hotel the yeah. two nights we were there, and I'm so glad we did. We had family who we stayed at on Saturday nights. My cousin Aaron, mm-hmm. uh, we stayed at his house that evening. And I'm so glad, not not a knock on him or anything like that. I'm just so glad we stayed at a hotel, just because yeah. after leaving the game and drinking a bit and dealing yeah. with the traffic going on there, I was like, we have to walk five minutes. When we're back at our hotel, mm-hmm. you know. So obviously you're paying it in terms of the price, but right. you can't really put a price on the convenience because it is just incredible. Yeah. So that's, that's my. That's why I love our apartment. Me too. I'd have to agree. I have to agree. You saw Tom Ricketts today. I did. And I saw Theo Epstein on my way to the gym, so we're high rollers. We are. I think I also saw Mitch Trubisky. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm about 75 to 80% sure. Excellent. He was a tall guy. He had the uh, chin strap beard. And from a side profile, it looked like him. Also, he drove a really nice BMW. That might have been Mitch. I think he was getting Jimmy John's. Good for him. <laughs> Good for him. That might be Mitch. And, and you said it was right by my work, so... It was very close. Um, 
All right, so what else did I want to talk about? We did St. Louis. I gave you your gift. It was a huge bit. Oh, real quick. I have, I have one more story to tell about kind of this weekend, but not nothing to do with baseball. Oh. So my fa- I family lives in southern Illinois. They yes. li- uh, I think I've told you they live in the town of Highland and uh, oh, yeah. I think I've told you. It's I mean, very, I, yeah. very southern Illinois on the, on the border of, mm-hmm. of Missouri. And for many years, I would go down there and, and visit my cousins. Mm-hmm. Not really many of them live there anymore. My uncle doesn't really live there anymore. My grandma, unfortunately, mm-hmm. passed away about four years ago, so I, I don't visit her. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was our first time kind of being around that area in a, a yeah. couple of years. So my dad and they were like, you know what, we should go. Went and paid our respects uh-huh. to my grandma, my grandfather. Good. And on our way Good. out, we used to... When we would go visit all the time, we would get this thing called summer sausage. And essentially what it is, it's just, it's just deer, yep. deer sausage. And it's really good. good stuff. It's really good stuff. Uh, and it, it's delicious. I don't know if it's the healthiest for you, but man, oh man, does it taste good. It makes a great sandwich. So my dad and I go into this little mom and pop shop right as we're getting ready to hit the road and head back home. And we stop in and we say we would like a thing of summer sausage. Yeah. And the woman ringing us up and she's slicing everything and we're just kind of sitting there waiting waiting for our, our sausage and mm-hmm. all of a sudden the door opens and in walks a man who's wearing a chef's apron and he is pretty much caked from <laughs> chest to thigh region in blood and this man was the butcher he walks in and I notice it immediately and he's just kind of stumbling around and my dad sees it right away and all of a sudden I go, that's the butcher who's cutting up the dead fucking deer in the other room. Yep. And then the woman, I don't know what the guy's name was. Let's call him Earl. She goes, Earl, now don't you dare get blood on my floor. I just mopped. <laughs> and he goes, oh, I'm not going to get blood on your floor. You tell me again, then I'll get blood wherever you want it. And he's, they have a weird banter. Oh, God. And I go, oh, my God, the man who is the deer that we're about to enjoy well, guess what? We just met the chef. We literally, met the chef. Literally met the killer. We, we met the, the judge, jury, and the executioner in this case. And that's when I knew it was time to leave small town Illinois and get back to the big city. It's a good thing they didn't ask. So, what do you guys taste like? Because <laughs> we're about to have you for dinner. Mmm. Sweet like a pig. Mmm. <laughs> I don't know if that's what a pig sounds like, but... Uh, have you ever met a pig? Like, um, have you ever seen a pig? Well, I've been hanging out with you since the fall of 2014, 2015. Oh, yeah. Did you like that? It kind of hurt. Oh. But I'm not <laughs> going to say it's not true. Do you want to hang out together? Not anymore. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, let's end the episode. No, we've hung out too much. Too much. Let's end the show. You know who I no am more. now. <laughs> you know my true identity. <laughs> uh, no, I have never... I have seen a pig, but... Oh, good. But you've no, you didn't grow up around no like, no no pig no, no. farms. I, I, or I was I was always a suburban brat. Yeah yeah I was a suburbs kid. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. I hung around pigs. Mm-hmm. I didn't live on a farm, but all of my friends were pigs. Were pigs. <laughs> <laughs> and not as like piggish men, just like they were pigs. No, they were literal pigs. Pigs like piglets. Yeah, piglets like, like yeah. bacon pigs. Yeah. yeah yeah yeah. This one was Rodney. This one was Robbie. This one was Rover. They all had names that started with R's. This one Reginald. Was, yeah, we, I was going to name him Bacon, but if it's an R, it's Reagan. This one's Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan. That's what we named Ronald Bacon. Ronald Bacon. Ronald Bacon. <laughs> so I got that. Okay, great. Uh, moving on. I'm, I'm, my segues are just they're just so smooth and not just me just being like, let's move on. Uh, but let's move on. So 
couple big things are happening this weekend for us. Also, wait, should I talk about things that are happening this weekend, or should I talk about Dumbo real quick? Uh, well... Dumbo... Is there a way you can segue this weekend into Dumbo, or Dumbo into this weekend? Uh... Segue Dumbo into this weekend. Wow! Yeah. I'm excited to see the Schmodown on Saturday. There you go. Good. That was a good one, because Danny DeVito and Dumbo... Yeah. So wait, am I supposed to talk about Schmodown right now or Dumbo? I would talk about Dumbo because it's the worst of the two. Out of all the three we're about to talk about, it is most definitely the worst of yeah. the three. And yeah, I saw Dumbo the other night when I got home from St. Louis. And this movie's bad. It's mm. not good. It's not good. And I don't want to get too hung up on it because it's been out now for a few weeks. And I think the general consensus consensus is that it is not good and everyone knows it. But it's bad. It, it just it, The best way I can describe it is there's far too little magic. And there is far too much Tim Burton. I do not like Tim Burton as a director. I look at his movies that he's done, and I will say this: I've never seen Beetlejuice, so I think I need to see that, and that'll be the real yeah. test. But I just think I think the '89 Batman. I think it's okay. It's personally not my Batman. Um, is this your last straw for Tim Burton? I think so, because I was actually really excited to see this movie. This movie, it's not as bad as Welcome to Marwin. But it's on the same level for me in terms of the trailers. Oh. Like, the trailers made this movie. I watched the trailers and I was like, I'm going to probably sob through a good yeah. deal. This movie, Sean, it was made for me. It's Disney. It's a live adaptation. The trailer is great. Oh, and by the way, my favorite actor, Colin Farrell, stars in it. Right. Like, why, why would I not love this movie? It, the, but. But. <laughs> but this movie is just so boring and bland and just not original in the slightest. And it doesn't. It pays. The first 20 minutes are pretty good. Pays homage pretty well. There's a couple emotional moments. Mm -hmm. But then the minute, and I love him. I think he's a great actor. The minute Michael Keaton comes into this movie, he's in a different fucking planet. I don't know what he's on, but I want some of it. All the characters. He's the Willy Wonka. Essentially. All the characters are just completely one-dimensional. Colin Farrell is like the the father who returns home from war and is trying to reconnect with his kids. Michael Keaton is like the old cartoon villain who twirls his mustaches like he's about to blow up the railroad with dynamite danny devito i don't know what he's he's just danny, danny DeVito. devito is dumbo he is dumbo it's it's terrific it's just the movie it's unfortunate it's just it's just it's not good halfway not through good. danny devito turns into dumbo and yeah. starts flying around <laughs> the only the only saving grace i'll say about the first 20 minutes are pretty enjoyable and dumbo himself yeah. is very adorable yeah you know he's a very cute elephant and actually the kids who colin farrell's kids in the movie yeah. Like, the two of them and Dumbo were, like, the best part. But the movie's just... It turns into, like, this weird, like, action movie at the end. And uh, it's just not good. There's the, and then there's the whole dancing elephant thing, the pink elephants mm-hmm. that Tim Burton does. Yeah. I remember seeing the trailer. I was like, wow, that looks beautiful. Uh-huh. And then I in the, in the movie, I was like, God, this sucks. <laughs> like, what is going on? So it's not good. I don't want to get too hung up on it. It's well, too bad. It's a huge letdown. I will say this. This may be a discussion for another time. I think Disney, in terms of movies so far this year, because mm-hmm. remember, this is their big year. They've got this all these huge year. Disney movies coming out. But I'd say right now they're 0 for 2. I thought Captain Marvel was just okay. I liked it more than Dumbo, and mm-hmm. I did not like Dumbo. So in terms of movies, they're 0 for 2. Now that's not fair, because it is fair. It is fair. It's, it's just fair. It's just it's it's too early to say, oh, Disney blew it this year. I'm not saying that they at got all. got a lot going. I'm just so. saying, so far, they're cold starting off the season. Um, also, though... All of these live-action movies, I mean, they're really only made for one purpose. Yeah. And it's to get the copyrights off the... out of anybody else's hands. Yeah, I mean, so, and, Disney, and Disney owns a lot of these, these IPs and everything. Yeah. And also, it, not only that, the whole 
copyright thing or whatever you're saying, uh, but money. Yeah, it's yeah. to make oh, money. Yeah. It's no, to make that... money. And I think Dumbo did okay. I don't think it did great. Captain Marvel obviously did well. Mm-hmm. Again, this isn't anything to get hung up on. I'm just making an observation on my end that I know it's going to be a huge year for Disney. They got Endgame coming up. They got uh, Toy Story Four, Aladdin, Lion King. We got some huge, huge, huge. Lion King will not fail though. No, because there's no no possible way that they somehow fuck that up. Look, let's say this. I'm not. I know people love Dumbo, and I think it's a good movie. Mm -hmm. Dumbo is. It's a. It's a strong movie in Disney's canon. You know, in in its repertoire, it's a very. uh, It's a highly looked upon film. Mm It's not as big as Lion King. You no. don't take a Lion King no. is like Beauty and the Beast. You don't you don't take a swing at it unless you know you can do it justice. Yeah. Uh, Dum- and again, I'm not knocking Dumbo, mm-hmm. but if we're comparing the two between Lion King and Dumbo, it's no contest. Lion King is the more popular film, and we'll have more yeah. writing on it. And I think, given that they will, it w- it will not fail. Well, it will not. Fail. In general, Dumbo is the worst movie out of all the ones that have been live action so far. And just like the original movie, yeah, I would agree with that probably. Like, well, I'm, yeah, because Maleficent was like a spinoff of Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, I so don't even like... I will say this: I'm not a huge Jungle Book fan. I think it's okay, but yeah. I do like Jungle Book more than Dumbo. Jungle Book was uh... also Pete's Dragon. I didn't see that one. Yeah, that, that counts. I'd say Pete's Dragon's yeah. probably the least popular. Probably, but I see what you're saying, and I agree with you. Yeah, it's not. It's Pete's not Dragon, to the. Though. It's not to the popularity so level of a Cinderella. Of a Beauty and the Beast, or um, maybe even or Alice in Wonderland. That was the other one I was going to say. True. Yeah. I guess you're saying. But anyway, so that's enough of the Dumbo talk. Enough of this Dumbo talk. Yeah. Let's talk let's, about some fun things. Some fun movies. This weekend, movies. We're giving them some love. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna write it down here. Yeah. Uh, the movie trivia showdown. Yes. We're seeing it's it. here. It's here. In Chicago. live in Chicago. And I'll be there for half of it. <laughs> You'll be there for half of it. We're going to ask them to speed up the questions. They're going to be like, please don't shout out any of the answers. We won't shout anything out. Just please tell the competitors to hurry it up. My yeah. friend's got to go to work. Right. Absolutely. Spin the wheel. Sp- faster. Slowly. Slowly. Like, eh. Yeah. And that way it just goes it, one and they get it. Yeah. Right. And then we little... can move on with the show. Right. Uh, we are seeing this weekend, myself, mm-hmm. Sean, mm-hmm. Tom, mm-hmm. and I believe Anthony. Hopefully. Hopefully. Uh, are going to see the Movie Trivia Schmodown live. I don't know if, for those of you who have listened in the past, we've talked about this, but we're going to kind of just give you the brief basis of what it is. Mm-hmm. It's essentially the way they market it. It is Movie Trivia meets WWE. Yeah. That's the best way, I, at least how I would, mm-hmm. I would, because the, the matches themselves, the trivia matches themselves, are not scripted. The matches then determine the storylines. Yeah. And there are good guys in the in the Schmodown. There are bad guys in the Schmodown. Mm-hmm. There's factions. There's champs. There's records. There's heels. There's baby faces. There's all that thing. There's big flashy entrances. It is it is the WWE of movie trivia. Yeah. And I started watching it. I think it started in like 2014. I want to say I started watching when I was a sophomore in college, and I was hooked from the minute it started. I loved it, and it's fun to look back now, pretty much five years later, right. and we're going to see it live and just kind of seeing their evolution. Yeah, I cannot wait to see it. Um, I'm excited, and I'm I'm not good at trivia, mm-hmm. I, especially movie trivia. I mean, if it was like video game trivia, I could do better, but I'm just excited to see it. Yeah, because I enjoy watching people that are just really really good at what yep. they do. I agree. 
uh, and all of the competitors are masters of movie trivia. Yeah, like they've somehow somehow they've gotten these people all together in one like company or group. Yeah, group. You know. I don't know what you call them, but they've gotten them all together, and they're all talented, and they all have their like secret niches yeah. that they that they bring out you know there, there's and even for the ones who let's say maybe aren't as skilled in trivia mm -hmm. then they kind of come in for the characters of the show right and that's when the show aspect picks up right. and that, that kind of that WWE scripted of the good guys bad guys well, whatever that's, that's the my favorite part is the trivia and the winners of the trivia matches mm -hmm. is what drives the storyline exactly and not what the WWE does in where it's everything's scripted yeah it's yeah, predetermined yeah. yeah that's it's it's so fascinating uh, if you're listening to this for the first time, you're like, what is the Schmodown? I cannot recommend it enough. Mm -hmm. Go on to YouTube, type in movie trivia Schmodown. It's absolutely fantastic. It's just so entertaining. If Even even if you're like, I don't like WWE, listen to it just for the trivia. Yeah. You'll, oh, yeah. you'll, you'll hear questions and you'll think to yourself of all these things that like, how does someone know this? Yeah. How, do, how does a woman or a man actually know this information? Yeah. Yeah. And they do. I mean, it, it's insane. So the matches we're seeing this Saturday, mm -hmm. it's at the Athenium Theater, I believe. Correct. It's like 10 minutes away from our apartment. It's going to be great. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think it's pretty much sold out at this point. Uh, if not, check the website, schmodownlive.com. Oh. But it oh. is. I'm pretty sure it's completely sold out. The two matches we're going to get to see are the Star Wars Championship match. Right. Yes, that's right. So it's Alex Damon versus a uh, soon-to-be-determined competitor. They're doing the number one contender match at Star Wars Celebration. Right. Which we're not there because we can't afford those tickets. No, no sadly. No. But that would be the next step right. in like something I want to do in Chicago. Absolutely. But, uh, It'd be so much fun. But yeah, so the Star Wars Championship is going to be on the line Saturday night. Alex Damon is a freak when it comes to Star Wars trivia. I mean... I feel happy when I watch a Star Wars match, and if I can get three questions right, I consider it a good night for me. This dude rattles off answers like I rattle off useless Detroit Tigers facts. Right. It is insane. Uh, and you think, why do you know this? Yeah. You will never use this for anything else yeah. other than this trivia this thing. exact moment. And, you know, I know a lot. Like I know for him, example, like he has a. I think he uh, has a show or uh -huh. a, a network called Star Wars Explained. And it, it, even even though I'm not, a, I like Star Wars. I'm a, I'm definitely a casual fan, but I very much am plugged into the universe and the stories and you know the outside reports of what's going on in the future of the franchise. Mm -hmm. Even though I'm just by that kind of definition a casual fan, I am so impressed listening to this guy and all these competitors all these yeah. Star Wars competitors just rattle off this fountain of knowledge it is incredible I don't know we can't really talk about who we're picking because we don't know whose opponent is yet right because that's that's going to be determined uh, Friday when you're listening to this obviously on Friday right. April 12th that'll be determined at Star Wars Celebration and then he will be facing the winner of that match Saturday night right live in front of almost like a thousand people and this one is I'm so excited it's gonna be great. well that's the first match so you will get to see that whole one yeah yeah and tom and i are huge star wars fans i'll yeah. say tom knows a lot i mean tom knows more, the most out of the three of us yeah I about the star wars trivia yeah. stuff um and so i'm excited for him and i because every time they do a star wars match it's basically him and i versus the competitor yeah because we just like to play at home yep. here. That's fun. Uh, that, and so. That's the best part is the playing at home part. Yeah, yeah, it is. And then the main event will be a tag team match to determine who will be facing the Shirewolves, and those are the current tag team champions. Right. And it is a number one contenders match between the odd couple, Jeff Snyder, Mark Andranko, mm -hmm. and the 
team of Who's the Boss, Ben Bateman and Mark Riley, and I am so excited to watch this match. These guys are two of the most entertaining teams. They've got a good manager on who's the on who's the boss side with my personal favorite in terms of the characters, Finstock, Tom Dagnino, mm-hmm. Bobby Gucci, whatever you want to call him. And then on the odd couple side, Roxy Stryer, who is absolutely hilarious on Collider Live. I can't tell people enough. Start listening to Collider Live if you're not. Oh. It is freaking genius. It's fantastic. Uh, it's just going to be so interesting because there's so many weird and uh, twisted storylines and bad mm-hmm. blood of previous matches, some personal things going on too, kind of behind the scenes with some of the competitors. Right. We'll kind of leave it at that if you listen to Collider Live. Uh, it's just, it's it, it's going to be so good. I can't wait to see it. This is the match I'm, the minute I found out that they were coming to Chicago, who's the boss? Mm-hmm. That's that's probably my favorite team right now. Yeah. I was like, I'm, I don't care how much tickets are, I'm going to see Cause this. Because they're, they're the most polarizing. Yeah. And so that like, and do you like them? Do you not like them? Because yeah. there's like, you got Mark Riley, who's like a really good dude, but then you got Ben Bateman, who's notoriously known for being a dick. And yeah. then Finstock, who's just, is he good? Is he bad? What is he? Is he even a which, human being? Which Ben Bateman is in the process of, started off heel mm-hmm. and now now he's turning coming face. to the good side. Yeah, he's coming to the, and for a while it kind of looked like Riley was going to go to the dark side, yeah, and, but, but then they lost in that match at the spectacular between them and the Shirewolves. Yeah, is the best match I've ever seen in the Shmodan, I would say, and that was the match for me. And I'll I'll admit it, I was kind of a hater on the Shirewolves because mm-hmm. like oh you know mm-hmm. they kind of got to the titles because um, what was the team with McWeeny and Sam Levine above the line oh. kind of separated because they just wanted to go their separate ways yeah. and they kind of. They only, I think they had one or two matches, then they got to the title. They won it pretty easily. And I was like, ah, who are the Shirewolves? I don't know if they're, they deserve to be champs. And then they did that match spectacular. And ever since, I ate my words, I shut my mouth. I said, <laughs> these ladies, no, trivia. Yeah, they impressive. Did. And from, so I started watching it la- when we moved in. Mm-hmm. So, what, five months ago, six yeah. months ago, something like that. And the first match I think I saw, or second match I saw was the Shirewolves. <laughs> yeah. And they were awful. Yeah. And then you're like, yeah, I knew this would happen. Did they but, lose? But they haven't lost yet. But but then, they just, like, they were, they were awful, but they still won they, or something. Yeah. Maybe it was a close match. It was a close and match. They were, and you're like, I'm I'm really surprised they even won. Yeah. Because they, they they're not that good. Yeah. But then, ever since then, mm-hmm. they've gotten better and better. Oh. And, like, every time I watch them, I'm like, they're how on, do they know? Here's the thing. I'll, again, I'll say, I'll totally eat my words. I was dead wrong. I was dead wrong. And I... Still don't think that regardless of who wins this match on Saturday, the odd couple or who's the boss, mm-hmm. I still don't think, I don't know if they're gonna be able to take on the Shire Wolves and beat them for the Titans. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's how, that's how dominant the Shire Wolves are as a team. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, I know we're probably to our listeners who have no idea what we're talking about. Your pod, this is just Swahili to all you, but uh, just go check it out. Go the showdown, it it's great. Uh, huge shout out to Christian Harloff, Mark Ellis, mm-hmm. the whole crew, the competitors. They put on one hell of a show, and it's free if you watch on YouTube. Yeah. So, I mean, it's free content. Yeah. And if you give it a chance, I promise you will not be disappointed. I'm so excited to see this. Also, uh, mm. shout out to Mark Ellis. We tried to get to your show. Yeah. And we uh, so, it sold out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, to Mark Ellis, he's doing his hour-long uh, taping at, mm-hmm. I think it's Reggie's Rocket, some, or Reggie's Rocket, huh? Rocket Reggie's or something. It's some Reggie's Reggie, Red Rocket. Reggie's Red Rocket. <laughs> uh, but Mark Ellis is doing his hour-long taping. Uh, tonight in Chicago, yeah. and I so wish I could be there. I saw him live about two years ago. Got to talk to him after the show. Super cool dude. Hilarious. And as an aspiring comedian, no, oh, I th- he's already aspired. He's, no, no, not not him. Oh. Me. What? He's very. Oh, yeah. As a as a you? as a man who wants to be a, a comedian and delve oh. into the world of comedy. Got it. He is someone I look up to. Dude's funny as shit. He's very funny. Very funny. So check out the showdown. Before we wrap up this episode, we've talked about a lot. We've talked about a lot tonight. I'm tired. I'm ready to go to bed. But 
There's one last thing that's happening this weekend. Have you have you voted who you think is going to be on the throne? I'm going to vote that Lord Varys, Lord Farquaad. Lord Farquaad will be on the throne <laughs> by the end of it all. Uh, Varys, huh? <clears throat> yeah, the guy doesn't have balls. So he's going to be on the throne. No, I think he's going to die. Or yeah, whatever it is. There's so many people are going to... There's so much to unpack. So, this is what I think is going to happen. Okay, go ahead. This, is, this would be the ultimate Game of Thrones move if nobody died in the next season. Nobody. Yeah, Everybody lives. And in the final scene, you have at least 25 people standing just. in the in on the like standing by the iron throne and they're all just staring at each other and then it just fades to black nothing perfect yeah i don't know i uh, i think it might end with them all hanging out talking and then don't stop believing by journey plays and then it just <laughs> cuts to black so a la sopranos, sopranos. <laughs> that's how it's gonna happen uh yeah uh, here's the thing we'll talk about this on the, on the sunday episode so also yeah. I should have said this up top. Sunday, the plan is we'll be doing Game of Thrones trivia. Mm-hmm. And then we'll obviously be recapping the Monday. newest... Monday, excuse me. Monday's episode, we'll be playing Game of Thrones trivia. And we'll be recapping the most recent episode, the series... Uh, yep. The season premiere, excuse me. <clears throat> and um, that's what the plan is for Monday. So in terms right. of speculation, who's going to live, who's going to die, who's going to end up on the throne, I don't know. I'm not plugged into this universe enough to... Again, kind of like Star Wars, I'm a very casual fan with Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited... I've got my favorites. I got my people who I want to live. I got my people who I want to die. If you're gonna ask me though, right now, let's just say hypothetically, who's gonna be on the throne at the end of it? I'm just mm-hmm. gonna go with Jon Snow. Okay. I don't have any reason behind it. I don't have any backing. I don't read the books. I don't read the the rumors on, yeah. on the internet. I just I don't I'm read anything. Say All I think is nobody's gonna be on the throne. I think the throne is gonna be destroyed. Really? Yeah. That's what I think. I okay. think the Night King will make it to the Iron Throne, and then something will happen where there is no more Iron Throne. Like, it's just... Yep. But somehow, you know, a part of me is always going to be like, well, a series this long cannot end with, like, bad taste in people's mouths. So yep. they'll either finalize it and make it a good ending, good happy ending, or, like, they'll literally kill everybody off. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Everybody uh, dies. Do we think... Here's one question I'll ask you. Do you think we're going to have a big death, death in the first episode? Uh, I think we have to. Really? Yeah. To pro to to make the story go forward, because mm-hmm. I, I think they either need to start canceling people out quickly, or there's going to be a one episode where it's a it's red just, wedding episode, yeah. and there's just four or five or six. I don't gone. think we get like I don't think a Jon Snow or a Cersei is going in the first episode, but I think we could see someone along the lines. I don't know. Maybe someone like uh, I, like a, a side character. And mm-hmm. I, what's who's the one guy who looks like Justin Turner on the Dodgers? Torment. Yeah, I think like he could go. Yeah, that'd be sad. Someone, someone like I him. Maybe, maybe him like a, a a Gray Worm. I I don't know anyone. Brienne. Brienne, something like that. Maybe uh, Podrick. Yeah. Someone like that. That will go. Ah oh, man, we're going to be in for a long season. I think I think that's we will get a a, a semi big death on the first episode. And it'll be one of those that's going to be like, oh, man, we're mm-hmm. in for a really depressing season. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be a Tyrion, though, or anyone of that gratitude. But or that, that 
that magnitude, excuse me, that, uh, that gratitude, that magnitude, that magnitude, that magnitude. Uh, when, when, if Tyrion dies, it will be the saddest day in Game of Thrones history, though. Yeah, it'll be interesting. So I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. I, I know we're kind of cramming it in here. We're gonna, yes. we're gonna. I, I think it's safe to say on our Monday episode, mm-hmm. it's gonna pretty much be all Game of Thrones, and that's fine with, with me. trivia. And I also am gonna kind of talk to you and Tom about this. I think when we're reviewing and talking about episodes, I think we're going to go ahead and spoil. We're going to talk spoilers. Yeah. And if people want to listen later, that's totally up to them. Mm-hmm. If they want to listen and get things spoiled, that's up to them. We'll obviously state beforehand if we are going to spoil it or not. Yeah. But I just think this ep- this last season is going to be so epic and historic. I don't want to beat around the bush. I don't, and, we're, and we don't ever do like, you know, oh, this is our spoiler-free review, and then we do a spoiler review the next step. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we're always, I mean, we could. We could. And we're, and we're usually pretty... I think good with that, like kind of keeping our review spoiler free. But yeah. I think I'm gonna take, I'm gonna step out on a limb here, and say, or go out on a limb, whatever the, the phrase the term is. I'm kind of getting tired. Uh, that we are going to do spoiler reviews for Game of Thrones for these next six weeks. Okay. Or at least on our Monday shows. Okay. So we'll see. I'm okay with that. We'll see. We'll see how it all goes. But I'll feel bad for my mom if she ever listens to it. Well, then we'll just say, Mrs. Young. Listen to it later. <laughs> Don't listen to the podcast. Don't listen. Stop. She thought we were done, so yeah, well, teach their own. She might still think we're done. I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully people know that we're not done, and we are still very much alive. And speaking of being alive, you can like us on Facebook. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter. You can send us questions, comments, concerns, anything. Our email is theunemployedguyspodcast at gmail.com. You can, as always, rate, review, subscribe to us on Apple. It really helps out the show. Leave a comment. Leave some star ratings. Gets the word out. We love it. We love you. And uh, beyond that, that's our episode today. Star was kind of long. I feel like I rambled a lot. But I think we laughed a lot. We talked a lot. Covered yeah. a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. It's a lot, but it's okay. Hey, a lot is better than a little. Mm. We're sponsored by Big Lots. Talk about risky business. <laughs> sponsored oh. by Risky Business, starring Tom Cruise. See you at Halloween. My name is Luke Chaconis. Thank you all. Oh. Did oh. you want me to go? No. Say my name? No, no, no. Say my name. Say my name. Yeah, no, you do your thing. Go ahead. What thing? The thing you were going to do. My name is Luke Chaconis. Thank you all so much for listening. We have a great weekend, and we will see you on Monday. And my name is Sean Young, and ditto what he said. That's that. That's the rules. <laughs> Risky business. Oh, get a job.